Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'd Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh All praise and thanks be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And salawat and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu That's the part that we do just for the screen Because we've been greeting each other and speaking to each other <laughs> For the last, I don't know, half an hour, an hour or so Uh, but Alhamdulillah, we're very happy to be with you again Tonight, inshallah ta'ala, we speak about Jews 13 and 14 And uh, we will get a quick brief uh, introduction to the uh, the two ajazab in the night ta'ala Of course, my colleague is in studio with me at the Isnad Academy Studios And we will have our guests joining us tonight You don't know what I know Yeah, that's normal Because you, you and I, me <laughs> I know what I know <laughs> I don't know what you know. <laughs> Maybe it overlaps somewhere along the line. <laughs> But we have sp- two very special guests uh, going to be joining us this evening in the night ta'ala. So uh, we can look forward to that. But first, uh, tell us about uh, Ajazah Maulana. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmadu wa nusalli ala Rasulil Kareem. Jews 13 starts off uh, the first roundabout quarter, just over quarter of the Jews, is the ending of Surah Yusuf. Um, uh, many of us might be familiar. Um, but Surah Yusuf is the one uh, unique surah in the Quran where it is dedicated strictly to one prophet, Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings his entire story from, uh, you know, from before prophethood until he became prophet, uh, a prophet and, you know, the, the end result of his story and, you know, it's subhanAllah very, very beautiful. There's a superbly amount of uh, great life lessons for all of us, us as kids, us as Uh, youth, us as young parents, us as older parents, subhanAllah, Allah gives us all, uh, you know, very, very important life lessons in this particular surah. But we won't be covering that surah simply But because our our ikhwan at uh, the Muslim Judicial Council, they are also having a podcast this year, mashallah, and they are covering surah Yusuf in detail for the entire Ramadan. So if you are interested, uh, do join them also sometime, but, uh, but don't go away from us, right? <laughs> And then uh, after Surah Yusuf, we have Surah Al-Ra'ad. Um, Ra'ad, like thunder, Ra'ad, no. thunder. So um, uh, there's narration that speak about Surah Ra'ad uh, being recited for the sick people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are encouraged to do so as well. No. Uh, recite Surah Al-Ra'ad for, for those of you that are are sick. Uh, one very beautiful Surah, Surah Ra'ad means the thunder. The thunder. Uh. No. Um, and then after Surah Ra'ad, we have Surah Ibrahim. Uh, also in the, the, the end of the 13th Jews After Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam um, so Again, subhanAllah <laughs> I, I, Yeah, it's a statement I'm going to say over, over, all, all the time It's like, yeah, the surah has got this beautiful ayat in. Mm. Every ayah, yeah, every, ayah is, every surah is beautiful Superbly unique and beautiful um, But yeah um, um, A very stern warning to those that are uh, Against the, the opponents of Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages the Muslims, the believers, by letting them know that Allah is, you know, definitely full well aware of what the wrongdoers are doing and, you know, what Allah prepares for them uh, in the year after. No. Uh, after that, we have Surah uh, Hijr, uh, Ibrahim. Hijr, yes, Surah Hijr. Um, and then Surah An-Nahl. Surah An-Nahl takes up the bulk of the 14th Jews uh, and superbly beautiful in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showcases to us This, the many favors that Allah has uh, for and on His creation. Uh, things that we cannot do without, things that make our lives so much more easier in this, in this world. Uh, did, you say, did you say 
نحل از نحل نحل ان انحجر يوسف رعد ابراهيم حجر نحل طيب those are the five surahs that will be or that is covered in the 13th and the 14th now and also just to remind our objective is not like to follow a particular sequence we don't we don't cover a certain number of of, of ayat uh, we just basically select a few ayat from these ajaza and then generally speaking we would go Wherever that takes us, wherever the conversation takes us, inshallah. So uh, we pray it, w- it would be of benefit to you, bi Allah ta'ala. Malala, you want to recite some selected verses for us, inshallah? Bismillah. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim رب قد آتيتني من الملك وعلمتني من تأويل الأحاديث فاطر السماوات والأرض أنت ولي في الدنيا والآخرة توفني مسلما وألحقني بالصالحين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم له معقبات من بين يديه ومن خلفه يحفظونه من أمر الله إن الله لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغيروا ما بأنفسهم وإذا أراد الله بقوم سوء فلا مرد له وما لهم من دونه أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الذين آمنوا وتطمئن قلوبهم بذكر الله ألا بذكر الله تطمئن القلوب الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات طوبى لهم الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات طوبى لهم وحسن مآب أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال الشيطان لم ما قضي الأمر إن الله وعدكم وعد الحق ووعدتكم فأخلفتكم وما كان لي عليكم من سلطان إلا أن دعوتكم فاستجبتم لي فلا تلوموني ولوموا 
أنفسكم فلا تلوموني ولوموا أنفسكم ما أنا بمصرخكم وما أنتم بمصرخي إني كفرت بما أشركتمون من قبل إن الظالمين لهم عذاب أليم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الحمد لله الذي وهب لي على الكبر إسماعيل وإسحاق إن ربي لسميع الدعاء إن ربي لسميع الدعاء رب جعلني مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نبئ عبادي أني أنا الغفور الرحيم نبئ عبادي أني أنا الغفور الرحيم وأن عذابي هو العذاب الأليم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولقد آتيناك سبعا من المثاني والقرآن العظيم لا تمدن عينيك إلى ما متعنا به أزواجا منهم لا تمدن عينيك إلى ما متعنا به أزواجا منهم ولا تحزن عليهم واخفض جناحك للمؤمنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم والله أخرجكم من بطون أمهاتكم لا تعلمون شيئا وجعل لكم السمع والأبصار والأفئدة والله أخرجكم من بطون أمهاتكم لا تعلمون شيئا 
وجعل لكم السمع والأبصار والأفئدة وجعل لكم السمع والأبصار والأفئدة لعلكم تشكرون. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. أدعو إلى سبيل ربك بالحكمة والموعظة الحسنة وجادلهم بالتي هي أحسن إن ربك هو أعلم بمن ضل عن سبيله وهو أعلم بالمهتدين وإن عاقبتم فعاقبوا بمثل ما عوقبتم به ولئن صبرتم لهو خير للصابرين واصبر وما صبرك إلا بالله ولا تحزن عليهم ولا تك في ضيق مما يمكرون إن إن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون صدق الله العظيم ما شاء الله تقبل الله منا ومنكم beautiful recitation مولانا زادكم الله الله increase you ما شاء الله we've got our esteemed colleague who finally joined us None other than Maulana Zakaria Hanika. Assalamu alaikum. How's it, man? Good, good, alhamdulillah. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> I saw you were in Hali putting the, putting the verses in. So ah, I was wondering, <laughs> what is he doing? Is he holding up an invisible phone? Is it so? <laughs> okay, now you're just a regular. You're not even a guest. You're like uh, a high school, so let's see. But we have an actual guest with us this evening. Joining us, I know you guys don't know about this, this is a surprise. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Shaykh Imtiyaz. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Shaykh Imtiyaz. How is it? How is it? How is it? What you say, man? Alhamdulillah, milah, how are you guys? Just leave this, leave this. Just to, Amil just, just to, yeah, Amal A will just start a Sheikh, it's a privilege. Sabah al-Nur, ya Mawlana. Barakallah fikum, barakallah fikum, akramakum Allah. Sheikh, jazakumullah khair for joining us, man. We're happy to have you with us. We, uh, we, you know, <laughs> when it's just us, then it's like we, then we go, but you're crazy, but uh, with you here, inshallah, the guys are going to be behaved tonight, inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's Ramadan going? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. I'm really enjoying it. Inshallah. Program, but Alhamdulillah. You, you're making travel at, at the VOC, isn't it? I'm doing Tarawih yeah, at two places at the same time. Oh, oh Mashallah. <laughs> um, two places I at the same time. Mashallah. Yeah. 
يو نو ذات وحده الوجود بزنس يا سلام كي كان لنا في نفتي دا اون ذس اون ذس ايبيسود دي يا سو اي دو ذا فيرست سكس ركعات اند سام تايمز ايت ركعات ات ذا فويس اوف ذا كيب اند ذن اي راش باك ات ذا ستوديو شيف فاينل فور Yes, we at yeah, the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Studios. Yeah, salam. Sheikh, I mean, I have to, I have to put you. Okay, yeah, I thought you finished. Sorry. Yeah, and then I would rush from there to um to to Roy Grant's uh, grassy park. Oh, mashallah. I would join up there because I'm obviously doing imamat at the masjid. I also need to get to the final four rakat as well. You are not Hafiz, you are Mahfuz. Allah. I mean, I have to put you on the spot, no, but Pacha is the the first man. Anyway, from the, from the 13th and 14th Jews. Just the small sticky. موسيقى in um, what's it salt not salt river lotus river and um he is also a teacher um at the medina university medina institute in uh, in town alhamdulillah um but Manana, you sorry sheikh you did start out at darunaim as well isn't it you graduated at darunaim yes that was my um i think your initial studies so i was no, in no. Here, um, i think Uh, more than I was in first year, uh, no, in second year, and then I was in first year. Me? Uh, at the time, I still remember uh, more than I graduating. More than I remember okay. you graduating, and at your graduation, um, the chunk cakes is a light. So, yeah, no, you were still doing the tafsir of Wadduha. I remember no. Yeah, that was many moons back. Yes, Subhanallah. Really well. So I was in my first year when, when you graduated. No, no, no. So yes, yes that Barakallah. was my, my humble beginnings. MashaAllah. And then you went on to be becoming a big Sheikh Azhar, MashaAllah. Okay, now, now you're not off the hook yet, Sheikh. I thought we, we surpassed that now already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what do you want me to read, Malana? Any, any, any portion of uh, 13 or 14. 13 or 14. Okay. <clears throat> oh, sorry, man. Sheikh, sorry, man. Sheikh Salim, please yeah. introduce his, his Kiraat studies as well for us. No, 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 no. Obviously, do no, no, a bit of job. No, no, that's necessary. It's going to take the rest of the program. No, that's necessary. Okay, let's just say the man is, a, is an expert in Kiraat as well, mashallah. Bismillah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام را كتاب أنزلناه إليك لتخرج الناس من الظلمات إلى النور بإذن ربهم ويهديهم إلى صراط العزيز الحميد الله الذي له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض وويل للكافرين من عذاب شديد الذين يستحبون الحياة الدنيا على الآخرة ويصدون عن سبيل الله ويبغونها عوجا أولئك في ضلال بعيد وما أرسلنا من رسول إلا بلسان قومه فيبين لهم وما أرسلنا من رسول إلا بلسان قومه ليبين لهم فيضل الله من يشاء الله من يشاء ويهدي من يشاء وهو العزيز الحكيم ولقد أرسلنا موسى بآياتنا أن أخرج قومك من الظلمات إلى النور وذكرهم بأيام الله إن في ذلك لآيات إن في ذلك لآيات لكل صبار شكور صدق الله العظيم ما شاء الله ما شاء الله تقبل الله منا ومنكم أحسنت جميل 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 فضل من السليم I think you are more apt to so comment will... on that I, I, I didn't even get like the, the backdrop of um, the, the purpose of uh, the show. I know that you guys did this last Ramadan. No. Um, but uh, I think it's something to do with tafakkur uh, or tadabur about. Tafakkur and tadabur. And subhanallah, you recited superbly apt verses. We were just having a discussion like earlier on about uh, how would the program be of like a kaapsa tafsir. Um, and one of the verses that you recited, subhanallah, Allah first speaks about the Quran and the idea that the the, 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 the purpose of the Qur'an is that you should guide people out of darkness and into light uh, by the permission of Allah and you bring them towards the, the path of Sirat al-Aziz al-Hamid, the path of Allah, the one that is almighty and the one that is most praised. But then uh, another verse that you recited, Shaykh, We did not send any messenger except with the tongue of his people so that he could clarify to them. Uh, every messenger spoke the same language that the people that Allah sent him to also spoke. And uh, 
the hadith of the Prophet mentions like kallimun nasa ala qadri uqulihim you should speak to people according to their level of intellect their level of understanding so I mean from that we can learn that uh, a seven year old child can learn Quran and he can understand Quran according to the level of a seven year old child and of course whoever speaking to that child must explain it like a seven year old uh, and then the same thing with a teenager he can understand Quran but uh, he must be explained at a teenager level mm. and in teenager language and engage with him and engage with him and mm. so forth man and adult in exactly the same way so uh, that's sort of what we're trying to do here you know in our own language in our own little broken way in a way that we can understand that we can give that message over uh, the other night here and so <laughs> yeah it's a strange stuff here for a for, for a phrase in the Quran and p- perhaps tonight we're going to hear another one or two strange uh, tafasir. I was actually thinking about it when I was reading it. But I mean, that is sort of the idea and, and, and what we want to bring across over here. Man. Uh, we speak about the Quran like we connect to it. And of course, we're not straying from straying away from the, the explanations of our scholars that they give us. That is, of course, authentic explanation and understanding. You're the but way we just you use it in our own words. This Yo, just, we're just talking, man. We're just talking liquor, like we yeah, talk most liquor. That's what I was talking like. Zakaria. I never got any brief, man. Somebody can agree with me. This is like a formal program that this guy's talking about, yeah? Okay, yeah, you explain it, Zakaria. I'm always explaining it. I'm like, yo, I Billy Sani, call me, man, bro. Guy, Mark. Is that the Billy Sani? Basically, Sanicomi? we come on here yeah, and we chat about some of the ayat that were like reading the. There we go. Whose number of the day that we're in and the day before. So man was a tafsir, was like a tafsir mufassal uh, explain. Yes, okay. uh, you have already on the program, you don't need to worry. Yes, Janub Africa. No, no. Zakaria, you have any questions for uh, Sheikh on, on those uh, two ajazah? You must have heard all the ayat that was recited because you didn't come late. But now I forgot it was long ago. Uh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Sheikh, okay, Fadl Sheikh. I'm gonna I'm not gonna let him still ask you questions. Um besides besides yeah, I know this I saw the comments uh, and the questions in the comments. Um but let us uh, We're not ignoring it now, yeah, we're just yeah. bring, waiting just, for the right time to bring it into go, the discussion, inshallah. I just wanna ask, besides Surah Yusuf, because we said we're gonna like leave that to the MJC's uh They've got a dedicated podcast for Surah Yusuf this Ramadan, so we're going to leave that for them, inshallah. But besides that, in, in Jews 13 and 14, are there any ayat which you'd like to share some insights on? Uh, maybe start the discussion on, inshallah. Bismillah. That's for you, Shalom. Do yeah, yeah. anything about 12? Yeah, so? Yeah, so we can do 12, 13, and 14. But 12 is Yusuf. That's what Surah Hud. Okay, Zakaria, we can do Surah Hood. You obviously got something prepared for Surah Hood, so no problem. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I was just about it. Father Sheikh Diaz. Now you must keep it for next year, Ramadan. <laughs> when we get to Surah Hood again. Oh, am I supposed to say something? Yeah, yeah. Bismillah. Any, any, just uh, you can start the conversation for us. Any listen you got uh, about Surah Hood? No, no. Anything in, in 13 and 14. Oh, and 13 and 14. And 12. So now we're adding it. No, not and 12. 13 and 14. Is this my podcast or is this your podcast? Zakaria. <laughs> 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 Look at this. 
something stands out to me um in uh, in 12 though and okay hold on it just came to mind at the, the moment Mawlana Zakaria mentioned Surah Wood and I remembered the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So this basically means that Nabi Sallallahu says that Wood basically made me grey and it's just this and then when I was reflecting on that and looking at The, the explanations of what the ulama um, had mentioned regarding uh, what it meant by the fact that the Prophet وسلم, uh, became grey by the revelation of wood and its sisters. Um, and then one of the, the verses that actually stands out, and he says that uh, this was perhaps according to some of the Mufasirun, um, mm. one of the imperative commands and instructions Uh, that was perhaps the, the hardest on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Which was first step in Kama Umir. Allah. Uh, to be steadfast as you were commanded. Wala tatwa. And do not trans- transgress. So Imagine that being told to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imagine Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam became yeah. great because of that instruction. So what's it yeah. about us and when it comes to... What do we get great for? Yeah, subhanallah. And, and yeah, but I... I <laughs> yes, I know. But I, I think Just that really stood out for me. First of all, and there's so much stories um, that you will find within, um, not just in, within wood, but within, yeah, yeah within wood. Sheikh, just a little bit. No, sorry, man, just, uh, can you can you just shed some more light? First of all, first of all, Meaning what exactly first, like? So be steadfast like you were ordered and do not transgress or rebel for verily indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, knows uh, what you do and has insight. So here the, the, the backdrop to that was um, the hadith that I started off with where Rasulullah mm. says Shayyabatni Shayyabatni Hood wa akhawatuha that wood made me uh, wood and its sisters made me grey and uh, according to uh, some of the Mufassirun they, they mentioned uh, just to be clear for the audience Maaf, just, I just want to clarify something Hood is the name of a surah in the Quran Hood is not one of the wives of the Prophet you may get that confused <laughs> Bismillah yeah Bismillah. Imagine the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Khayru Khalqillah You know, Ma'asum Habibullah Al-Mustafa Right? Allah is telling him Hey, be steadfast 
be steadfast. Fastaqim, like have consistency, mm. be, be upright. Kama mm. umirt, as you have been commanded. It's a stern mm. commandment, mm. man. It's not like you, you know, like uh, you know, steady, steady. It's like mm. you're a latching, mm. that type of commandment. And and Allah also, so like what I'm trying to say is like, that, that referred to everything that he was supposed to do. Like, yeah. Like yeah. every single thing of being the prophet, of being a messenger, everything. of being... Of being, of being. <laughs> How important is consistency yeah, if, if the Prophet Sassam is commanded to have it? Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, Sheikh, here's a question. I just want you to address this while you're here. We've got another guest that I'm going to, I'm going to introduce uh, very shortly, inshallah ta'ala. Um, this is a question from one of the, the viewers. Is one governed by parameters when interpreting the Quran? Give us the usuli answer to that. <laughs> By the parameters, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the what the question means by the parameters of the Quran. Um, no, no, by parameters. You just said is one by, governed by parameters. Oh, is one governed yeah, by are parameters? Rules. Are there rules? No. Um, mm. I think that is a question for the Mufassirun. But if you look at it from an usuli perspective. Um, from a legal theorist perspective, you will say that uh, definitely you need certain tools in order to um, understand what they refer to as the khitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, the discourse. And here the discourse specifically referring to the Quran and the sunnah of the Prophet as well as the ijma and the qiyas of the ulama. No. So when we look at the, 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 the Quran, uh, the and 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 trying to understand the intent of the Quran, it's um, imperative to uh, know that there are um, a number of sciences that one needs to be uh, well acquainted with in order to um, get a proper grasp of what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala really wants from us. And to sum that up into three points. Um, the person would require to basically get a general um, understanding of uh, the evidences, um, not just the Quran, but other evidences that surround the Sharia. So the Quran is one of that. So in order to make sense of the Quran, there are a number of, of other evidences that, uh, that mm. simultaneously or working in play in order to understand the discourse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the first point, is to collect all the evidences around no. one particular verse that you want to understand in the Qur'an. So a simple verse like we quoted now, uh, where the Prophet ﷺ is commanded to be upright. Um, what was the context of, their, uh, of that? Are there other hadith, for example, the hadith of Aisha? where she uh, says that uh, the best of actions are those which are consistent. Um, so mm. it's really to collect everything around uh, that verse and pertaining to that verse, meaning evidences that are relevant uh, to that verse. Mm. So that would be the first aspect. The and second before, aspect. Before that, even, before that even, to actually know that there are evidences and where to find it and how to find it and all of those things must come into play. Exactly. Um, mm. the, and then the second thing that I think <laughs> is much more imperative you must know, is you must the linguistic. You just disturb the other. Oh. You just the, say the uh, linguistic sorry, nuances. Uh, object, objection, Your Honor. <laughs> oh, sorry, but, man. 
this interpreting Quran, are we interpreting Quran here now? Is that interpreting? You know, so why are you asking that? That's not going down the other no, no. avenue. The uncle so, asked this no, one governed by parameters. No, so, so why I'm asking yeah. that is because some might be watching this and thinking, check it here, we're just talking and ah. we're making up our ayakopsa gedachtes as we're going on and oh, we're saying, you know, it like that and like that and so on. So yeah. interpreting. Uh, uh, contemplating yeah. tadabur. Sorry, man. I you know didn't I mean? even think about that. Oh. I had like you know a husnudan I mean? type of thing no. going on here. No, but that is because husnudan. I must deny if I'm interpreting, interpreting or interpreting, interpreting. You know, I think we must just catch this discussion in something that like there's different ways of. There's different. On on. You just me so I did. I did. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> He's a guest member. You can't mute the guests. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Anyways, well, so then. I think we might just couch this discussion in something. Right? People read the Quran at different levels um, no. um, for different purposes. right? And so you get somebody that reads the Quran and he just wants to, you know, take a, like when I say read, I mean read with understanding. Right? So you just read the Quran and he wants to take a, a reminder from then you get another person who <clears throat> reads the Quran and he's pondering into some of the deeper meanings of the Quran, you know, um, how does this apply to me, my life, etc. Then you get a person who's reading it um, and he's trying to formulate an understanding of those verses. So, you know, for every person, every different type of reading that you get, um, there's, a diff- there's different tools that you require. If you want to derive law from the Quran, then you have to know usulul fiqh. Uh, and if you want to you know, derive it directly from the Quran, you essentially need to be a mujtahid. You need to know Arabic, you need to know the hadith works, you need to know tafsir works. You have to know, um, uh, you know all of the different aspects of the, of the Arabic language. You need to know all of those things. That's like a super lot of... Um, there's a lot of requirements to becoming a mujtahid so that you don't come up with erroneous or deviant understandings of the Quran. That's or contradictory. Yeah, that's very difficult. Um, it's not for only lay person. We don't even do that ourselves. Like, I mean, I mean, we own we students of Dina's students of Dina, I mean, even scholars. They don't generally do that. Right? They they leverage of other tafsir works that they've read, and they you know gather that and present it. Uh, it may seem like their own interpretation, but it's actually just a. Uh, a compilation presentation of what they've read, a presentation of what they've read over time and you know then in addition to that their thoughts their uh, you know their ideas their um, lessons that they've derived from those verses but not knowing much more um, not knowing much more than uh, or sorry not going much further than what the verse is actually saying then, yeah, so, so those are some different levels of reading. For an ordinary person, um, maybe you haven't yet studied the Arabic language. Or you've studied the Arabic language, but you don't know all of the aspects of the Arabic language. You don't know Nahaw, Sarf, Balagha, Mantik. You haven't studied, you know, logic, all of those things. Then it doesn't mean that there's no scope for interpretation or no deeper level of reading the Quran for you. No, certainly. There's a deeper level of reading I wouldn't of call it interpretation though, no? I wouldn't call it interpretation. 
No, no, no I, I'm going to explain what I mean by this type of interpretation. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would use so, a different word entirely. Okay. You can do that. I couldn't think of one. So that's why. Okay. I, I would call it the Dabur, if you want. There right? we go. You can that's read the Quran with the Dabur, right? There we go. And, um, and, and that's um, what we're doing, by the way, here yeah. in the program. So, so what that would entail is basically, you for an ordinary person, you can read the translation of the Quran. You can couple the, your, your reading of the translation of the Quran with um, reading some English tafasir. You can listen to some people speak about those verses. And then you can, you know, derive lessons as to how it applies to your own life, um, how it applies to your family life, etc. And you should always, you know, if you have, if there's something unclear to your mind, whatever, consult with a scholar regarding that. So that wow. any normal person can do. Right? Any normal person can do that. Um, however, it's imperative and, and uh, you know, of utmost important for the person that's doing that to know his limitations. Mm. He shouldn't uh, start reading the Quran now and start deriving law and saying, you know, uh, Imam Shafi was wrong and Imam Abu Hanifa was mm. wrong and this and that. But uh, what the people are doing in the community is all wrong because they, uh, because they, you know, because you read one ayah or something like that. There's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of 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 evidences that come together to give us a holistic understanding of the Quran. And so, yes, I would say that you know you can access all of those resources. And like one of our uh, sister Tawhida mentioned there, that you should attach yourself to a teacher of some sort, somebody that you can mm. use as a reference that you can bounce your thoughts off, etc. I'd like to I'd like to also add um, that there are two books that I think would would be of of great benefit to anyone who are, who happens to be having this Way type of Quran. thinking. Way to the Quran is the one. Like Quran Murad. Say that. Brilliant, brilliant Way to, book, brilliant Way to book. the Quran. In fact, I even have it here next to me. Okay, I'm not going to pull it out because yeah, it's going to be complicated. The cover is going to appear like a green screen, and then the book is going to be invisible. So losma. And the other one is. Um, Ulum al-Quran by Ahmad van Denver. Uh, it's an English book. But uh, oh, the reason I'm saying that is so that you can see how complicated it can be and how many different angles and uh, frameworks there actually are to take into consideration. And that's not even including the fiqh stuff and the aqidah stuff and, and the hadith stuff. That's just from the Quran itself. So uh, those I think are basic those are two books excellent well. books. Yeah, yeah, those are like entry-level books. Yeah, basically. Yes, yes. Okay, um, as you can see, uh, Sheikh Imti has transformed into Molana Mujahid. Molana Mujahid, right? Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Is that Sayyid Ravi at two places at the same time? No, he's coming back, man, I think. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Molana Mujahid, you are on mute, man. Assalamu alaikum. No, I'm not. You were. I'm saying you were. We can hear you oh. now. Hey, Mr. Smiley. How is it, Mullah Mujahid? You well? Alhamdulillah. 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 Good to see you, man. Okay. Just before I ask Mullah Mujahid to give us a verse, right? Uh, I just want to go through the comments Jeez, here quickly. Um, the one came up very early on already. I just had to delay it for a bit. Uh, please explain what, what methods can be used to understand the Quran if one has a basic understanding of Nahu and Sarf. Uh, could also discuss if they are courses that one can attend and be confident of being able to understand the Quran read in salah with understanding after completing the course Zakaria 
Okay, for me, um, I, one thing that I suggest is if you, uh, you know, if you have a basic understanding of Nahu and Sarf, right? Um, get for yourself a, um, and this this is just a suggestion. There's no hard and fast on this, right? It's just something that I remember doing, maybe some doing a bit of when I was in first year. Um, so I would take a you know one of those Qurans that have a you know word for word breakup of the Quran right? and ensure you know read a verse, ensure you know all the vocabulary in the verse. Right? Ensure that you know all the vocabulary in the verse. And then ensure that you can like okay, I don't know if this applies to either one now. Uh, you know, it might be hard for people that require a refresher, but um Ensure that you know the grammatical makeup of that verse. So you know, you can ask yourself for every word, you know, what function is this word playing in the sentence? Um, so what hal is the word in? Why is it in that hal? And, and how can I see that? And to ensure that you're getting that right, you can use certain books. Um, if you can navigate Arabic a little bit, you can use a book like the Arab Quran of Darwish, mm. or you can even just get that big, that fat green one. Yeah, yeah, mm. that has underneath each word. Yeah, that has underneath each word. You know. Yo, that fat green one. Tamaf, if I can, if I can just jump in here. Uh, the brother that asked the question, Fasih is his name. Uh, if I, if I, if it's the right Fasih Sali, then this is Hafid Fasih Sali. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming he's asking this question like from the, from the aspect or the angle of a, a student that had studied Quran but not from understanding. And then yeah, came into the, the 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 sphere. Now we studied understanding, man. Just hang on, yeah, so 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 yeah, so yeah. Just hang on, so I just yeah, hang on, so I just hang on. So now, um, I, just to connect like this you idea of the journey, hang on, man. just the, the idea of journeying with the Quran, man. So the journey with the Quran uh, took this brother now as a hafiz from Kharaf uh, Bacha and Bacha Bacha Bacha, and then learned studied Hafiz. But no understanding. So now yearning for more, man. Brother, and now he studied Arabic. Of this guy. Uh, wait, wait, So now, uh, just wait, man. So now, the the idea is, I'm already reading Quran, uh, but I want to understand more while I'm reading. So the idea then is just read more and 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 read more and build more on the understanding based on what you said. But for this type of a person that has a hiv background. It will happen via reading, man. No. If you can no, understand what no, I'm saying. So a half is no. no, hang on. Wacho Jay. Wachfa Mayman. A half person. A half person is more in tune to Quran recitation than any other aspect of Quran interaction. And you can't argue with me whether yes. no. Yeah. I don't. So right. So now I'm saying that person's understanding of Quran. <laughs> Hey, wacho, wacho. That person's understanding of Quran. Keep your point, my bro. Yeah, Allah. <laughs> Look here. From what your connection to Quran is, that is a determining factor in how your understanding of Quran will develop over time. So, if you are a person that already reads a lot of Quran and now you want to understand, you will learn the basics of Nahu and Sarf. And you will apply all those meanings, uh, understand the mufradat, the individual words, and through more of your reading, inshallah, you will understand more of the Quran as you go along, man. The person that doesn't have a very much uh, a reading connection with the Quran, right? They will study Arabic, of course, 
not having read so much Quran in their lifetime. I'm making sense to myself as I'm no, talking here, man. I'm the an, fact I'm that you're going to understand me, that him. takes nothing yeah. away I'm from the point him. that I'm making over here, man. No, I can <laughs> mute him. Just, yeah. if there's, yeah. if there's him, any of the listeners that is listening and that is <laughs> understanding <laughs> what I'm he's saying, just stop. please put it in the he's comments, Canala. He's not going to stop. Yes, I'm muting. No, man. Don't be so, man. Ask him if I'm making sense. Ask him if I'm making sense. Now wait, man, I'm going to speak. Now they want to pull you into the thing. Okay, Zakaria, please bring some order. Yeah, so what I mentioned was... Well, Sheikh Mujahid is here. He's going to be the arbitrator. No, so what I was saying was... I just received a message now from someone privately. Say Salim would stop. There we go. Shukran, brother. Adil Abada, may Allah reward you greatly in the dunya and in the akhirah. No, 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 just leave my mouse alone, go. Okay, okay, so what I was saying was, he does make sense, actually. I think Shukran, I know what he's saying. Shukran, brother, because that also. I'm going to start my own podcast with those two brothers here. That also applies to me to some degree. But what I'm saying is, you can't just be a hafid, read more Quran and think it's going to better your understanding. It's not, right? What you need to do is, you need, wait, wait, don't justify a point. Mute him, please. Right? Um... What the? <laughs> you know when waterfalls on gremlins, things go to Right. So, what you need to do is ensure you know the words in the verses, right? If you know today, I'm going to read, you know, whatever your door is, whatever your backlist is, I'm going to read whatever I just Just take a quarter of that, ensure you know all the words in that quarter for you. Yes. Then you read it. So I'm not I'm not disagreeing no. with him. Allah Sally makes it makes a lot of sense. But it has to be precursor with what I was speaking about. Right? And that's some study. Yeah. Make sure you know the, the, the meanings of the words, right? And then also, in addition to your reading it and just you know being able to picture a translation of that, you want to eventually get to a level of understanding that's a bit higher than that. So also mm. try and Understand the grammatical makeup of the sentence. And there I said you can use um, that super old program. Actually, there's a newer, like a Corpus Quran website. There's, a, there's that super old program yes. of the Arabic Quran. And then there's also There's a lot of resources. Mm. So much nowadays. Yeah. So that's just to get you a superficial, basic understanding of the Quran that you can call to mind whilst you are hearing the Quran. Mm. But then that must be coupled Yes, we're all in agreement. So, yes, but I can also tell you there were people in my class who were like expert Hufad, right? Mm. And they knew the basics, but they didn't become uh, excellent understanders of the Quran, if I can put it that way, in terms of translation, in terms of ability and so on. No, that's um, also definitely and they read possible. Like, it, ah. like it's going out of your ears, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. But it, it requires, as Mona Zakaria said, mm. A study that goes before that the reading in and of itself is not gonna necessarily improve but you, see, Mala, you first Mala, have to have a basis yeah, once and you have it. once oh. you have a vocabulary in mind and the makeup of a sentence and you know what the sentence means and then you read it frequently then no. the meaning sticks yes oh absolutely mm. absolutely yeah. uh shikhim diaz mafa game man what do you say no i'm i'm listening i'm not i'm making notes yeah i'm gonna <laughs> Don't lie, Sheikh man. You're leaning on your arm, man. Mine, mine. Like Imam Shafi was laying yeah. in his bed and he made, you know, the tafsir of the Quran overnight. Okay. 
Can 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 I, can I ask a question? Are you so, gonna ask? Is it nah. the same thing again? No, no, no. It's not the same thing. If no. Wahaman. Wahaman. If a person has no knowledge of Quran, if a person has no knowledge, no experience, no interaction with Quran, guys, what uh, would the guys, what would be the? Yeah, yeah, I think I answered. Which one? Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> you want to take, take us back to? <laughs> no, I mean, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Now, so, well, so if a person has to... no interaction, if a person has no interaction with the Quran and they want to start now, man. That's a different question, man. So, so Zakaria. That's an entirely no, different question. No, but I mean, if we're speaking about somebody's watching this thing yeah. and they can't butcher, they don't understand anything and we're saying, oh, Quran is about guidance. So they want to get guidance from the Quran. So... Okay, now what must I do to get guidance okay, from the Quran? Okay, you must go learn to bacha you know, from Alif Bata. No, this is what the... I'm saying now. Must I first I go understand or must I go... See, I was going to say now. Okay, now say now. Okay. You must start from Alif Bata. So you must be able to read the letters. That's step number one. Because if you can't read the letters, you can't learn the language. First learn to read the letters. Go through a quick program. You don't have to do the old school. Go through the surah first, lesson by lesson. And then now you can do it in a couple of days. I've seen people do the entire alphabet in a couple of days. But to each his own. Once you know the alphabet and you can say certain words and put them together, now you can immediately start studying and there's different approaches, right? So I'm, I'm used to the approach we teach Nahu and Sarf with practical examples in between and then uh, application afterwards. Others go for, you know, all in all application and examples all in one. Whatever approach you take, but that's your next step. But with a specific can, can purpose of something? understanding the Qur'an and not with the purpose of speaking or listening to talks and stuff because those are all different uh, different spheres that require practice. So you can do that, but the more you're going to spread yourself out, the longer it's going to take. If you focus all your attention on the study of the reading and understanding bit, you could potentially understand if you're studying full-time within a period of one year, part-time, three, four years. To get to a similar level. So, yeah, there you yeah, go. Um, I think something that I just want to mention is um, the importance of a teacher. <coughs> For the person that is that is starting yeah, the journey. That in, 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 oh, my, my bad. Okay. No, no, no. Say, no, say, say, go on. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. Go on. Vachzak. Go on. Where did you smoke with it? Vachzak. Let's go. Sorry, no, what I wanted to say was the danger of not having um, to be to be well grounded in the understanding of the Quran. Because on one hand, if you don't have those basic tools in order for you to come to the correct understanding, it could take you away from from Quran as opposed to the, the intended purpose of Quran, bringing you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for the person, for, for, for the novice that is just starting out with Qur'an and understand, wanting to understand Qur'an and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, for that person to actually align himself with a teacher that can guide him, you are on the right path or no, that is not actually the meaning of what that... Take for example, Maliki Yomi Deen. If you had to ask a normal person, what does Deen mean? You would say it, it, it is religion. But Deen has a very particular meaning in Maliki Yomi Deen. So in order to just safeguard the individual, it would be important to, 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 to have a, a, a... I agree with you, Mother. Sorry? I agree with you. But what the brother's question was, was the brother's question was, for somebody that has already studied Nahu and Sarf, and maybe they've gone through a course like that, right? Mm. They've come out of that course. 
And obviously, time mm. passes, things get rusty, and you forget, and you maybe you're not able to trans, you're not able to understand so like while you're hearing the Quran being recited. How do you better your understanding, like whilst hearing the Quran, whilst reading the Quran? I'm saying there's certain essential things that you must do to get that. Mm. Number one, mm. make a get a, into a practice of ensuring that you know the vocabularies, right? That you know the grammatical makeups of the sentences. Right? And then secondly, or, or then thirdly, that you actually read that's those sections a lot whilst bringing the meanings to mind. Because otherwise you'll be able to you'll be able to read it and understand it very slowly, but you won't be able to understand it when you're hearing it. So we have a comment here from Sister Tohida as well. She says, I'm very good at the written word, but it's when I'm listening to it that I'm not able to follow it. So what needs to happen over there is basically that understanding process needs to be sped up. And how is it going to get sped up? It's going to get well, sped you up. remember what we did last year? It's, going to, it's going to get sped up through practice. Like I actually don't think that that Darunaim, how we did it over, you know, a lot at a time is necessarily ideal also. I'm saying if you take a quarter for a day or for a for three days, and you focus mm. just on that quarter, and you read it over and over, right? Then, and you come back to that quarter, you know, every, like, 10 weeks, for example, right? Then, that, that, and that, the understanding or the meaning of that will stick in your mind. Right? But if you don't have that kind of thing, it, it becomes more difficult. And that's where the point that you made that for a half it becomes easier because generally they read a lot more. And even if they're not mm. bringing to mind the understanding of everything, they at least bring to mind the understanding yes. of some portions while they're reading. Right? And that basically improves themselves. So that's why you must know the vocabularies, ensure that you know the grammatical makeup. How do you do that? Take a word-for-word word Quran and, and go through, make sure you know all the words. Take one of those Qurans that give you the, uh, the grammatical breakdown of each word and have those two things together when you read a section and then you actually read it repeatedly. And that will aid you to understand whilst hearing it. Because whilst you're reading, you're listening to yourself. The reading part, the reading part was essential. Like for me, what happened now was, was like bachaing it, the Arabic and the Englishman. So you bacha Alif, Lam, Mim, or Bismillah in the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, the generally merciful, Ar-Rahim, the specially merciful, Alif, Lam, Mim, the Quruf al-Muqatta'at, Thalik al-Kitab, that book, La Reba, there is no doubt fihi in it, Hudan, it is a guidance, Lil Muttaqeen, for the, we get the you point. know what I mean? So to bacharat, so you're saying the Arabic and the English like that the whole time, that sort of lets those uh, individual words, and you know, just, uh, sit, uh, sit fast, I never yeah. did it like, like that, actually, I just, I, I never ever did it like that, actually, I just went through the words, I just want to read the Arabic, <coughs> Chikim Tiaz, what, what do you say, what do you say? You you had a, a different experience to the rest of us. I mean, yeah, you started out uh, more or really less the same, but then you went and 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 really furthered your Arabic in in Masr. So tell us about the methodology that you that you think Misr. would work. Um, I, I don't know. Ask I the Arabs what um, is it, Misr or Masr, in the new year. No, you can't ask the Arabs. Exactly. You can't ask the Arabs about Arabic. They don't know Arabic. There's something called the Masri Arab. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What do you say? Um, I don't know, but 
I, I think that when I was at Darunam, uh, I also had this same experience where um, we were very good at translating and dissecting a text. Um, but the moment um, someone speaks the exact same text to us, or just reads it to you, and then you basically become numb. You become like literally you feel dumb. Um, and and what was more, um, I, I think there is so much benefit in the things that we learned at Darunayim. There's a lot of uh, benefit in it. Uh, but I noticed that the Arabs had a totally different approach. So, for example, at the Marcus Fajr Center, which is a famous Arabic um, center in Egypt, in Cairo, I did the program there and I completed um, the 10 levels. So they do this book called Al-Lughat Al-Arabiyah, and the way they taught the Arabic language was different to the way we studied it here in Cape Town. So where the focus is on Nahu and Sarf, uh, they shifted the focus to more conversation than concentrating on any of the grammatical or morphology rules. So I remember learning La Nafiel Jins in the third month by Dab Naim. We did La Nafiel Jins in level 10. That's after a year and a half. <laughs> Egypt, I literally did. Uh, I mean, I heard of a fa'il in the third month only. And this is, I could speak yeah. Arabic. We're speaking Arabic. Like literally everyone in the class is speaking Arabic to you. But ask the guy what's a fa'il. He doesn't know a fa'il from a phone. But he's speaking Arabic. So the focus of teaching Arabic was totally different. So I think they shifted the focus, like how you learn Arabic when you're a baby. Mm. Like your mother teaches right. English. Right? Mm. Your mother doesn't teach you the the nahu of uh, yeah. telling you how to go to the toilet. Uh, this is the subject. And that's this is an adverb, my baby. <laughs> this is you know an adjective. I mean? No. <laughs> And you say, I want to go to the toilet. So likewise, we had to come in the yeah. classroom the day and have a conversation and just say um, what you ate or what you did at home or how you made muzakara of the lesson today. And just expressing it takes much out of you. And it's literally taking that word that is on the page and making it an right. innate disposition. Uh, as a person, and I think that is um, mentally much more uh, strenuous on the person than um, just reading and, and dissecting. But, but like I said, um, you know, each person perhaps has a different perspective. Like the Orientalists, they, 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 they study the Arabic language not to speak it, they don't care about speaking the language. Um, mm -hmm. For them, about understanding the classical texts and refuting. Um, Islam and the ideas of Islam. Um, so I, I think, um, you know, it's based on what the person wants. And, uh, yeah. Depending mm. on what the person Shukran. wants, we can make a program for that person. Maulana Mujahid, what are your thoughts? Maulana Zakaria, Maulana Zach, you've got uh, people saying they agree with you. We all agree with you. You're the only one that disagrees with people. The rest of us, we agree with you. 
Your mic is muted. Come on, Your mic is muted. Come on. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Let's see if you're going to say it again. Say it again. Yeah, I'm unmuted. You're still muted. Okay. Now say now. No, I just wanted to say no. Alhamdulillah. I didn't have anything to say. Fire coffee. Fire coffee. Manamu Jair, what's your thoughts? This well, has become a how to study Arabic yeah. podcast. So something important for the students would obviously be do not lose hope. Uh, the Quran is Imam Jarkashi, he speaks about teaching Quran for like 70 years or something. And he says, every time that I would walk into a dars and teach, Allah would open up something new to me. And I mean, this is after having a, a career of 70 years in Quran and teaching Quran and studying Quran. And so I think an important thing would be just cut on and try and figure out, yo, where's this maf'ul, where's this fa'il, as Sheikh Imtiaz is saying, and, and not lose hope because the more you struggle, the the the, the sweeter the, the the victory will be at the end, man. You will enjoy Quran so much more. Um, so mm. yeah, that, that would probably be my advice. Um, just don't give up. Continue, continue, continue. And um, I can remember when, when I was in the first year, and you open the Quran and you like... 20 years ago, no? Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, 11. Yeah, about 17 years ago. <laughs> oh, I'm getting old now. Um, and you feel so chuffed when you when you recognize a huwa and you know what that huwa means. And you're like, yo, I must know what huwa is. And <laughs> subhanallah, it is, it, is, it is those small little... No small little achievements Victories. in your own personal journey in Quran, man. That, that um, I can remember one day one of the teachers walked in and said, translate Surah Al-Fatiha. And the Owens <coughs> were like, yo, how do I find the sword in the hands there? And it was like, but as you go, and this is Surah Al-Fatiha, you know, and he didn't want a, uh, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, he wanted a, a complete grammatical analysis of Surah Al-Fatiha. Um, and at the end of that lesson, it was like, yo, I can do this. You know, I, I have a certain ability and, um, it takes time. And that's an important thing that the student needs to realize that, um, I, I think it's said in Umar that mentions it, it took him 12 years just with Surah Al-Baqarah. So, and, and obviously that is because Surah Al-Baqarah was, was revealed over such a, a lengthy period of time. But um, this, this Quran did not come down, you know, in one single blow. Yeah, Muhammad, take it and, and deal with it. No, it, it, it came down in piecemeal so that everyone around Rasulullah, including him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, could um, internalize that Quran and understand what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala was actually conveying to him, through him, to the Ummah. And, and, and that process took 23 years. So, um, so yeah, just don't... Don't don't give up. I think that, that would be an important thing. Don't give up. I just want to clarify something. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to to, 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 to mention something. I think that we're now so deep into this discussion already. Like, um, what what Mala, what uh, Sheikh Imti has mentioned is actually it's it's very valuable and important. It's different ways of learning a language, um, and the way that many of our institutions do it here, it's a very like um, you know manufactured. Uh, type of thing, it's like a, it's an artificial way of learning language, but they don't do that without a reason. Right? 
the 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 more natural way of learning like a child learns is a lot better but the journey is a lot longer and it requires immersion also you know to to mm. to learn through that method it requires a lot of immersion into the language um so i mean i think sheikh imtiaz will be able to attest to the fact that he was probably uh, you know the, the course takes about a year and a half but that's daily speaking arabic the whole day Arabic environment yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. nobody speaks uh, English type of thing. Yeah, I, I think it might be. Um, um, I, I think it's uh, it's like you said, it's the way we teach the language, and um, if you look at the amount of hours that we spend learning the Arabic language at the center, we only engage the teacher three hours for the day. The rest of the day we free. Mm. But you immerse. I wouldn't say so. I, I would say you much less immerse. Uh, the, the the difference is that your environment is different. Yeah. The environment is an Arabic environment. Yeah, that's what so, I mean by saying immerse. And again, everybody is not also speaking um, the fusha. Yeah. They're not speaking classical mm. Arabic. Mm. They speak in your stick language. So most of the sure. students that are learning the language in the same I'm glad you didn't say street Arabic because I don't think what they speak there classifies as Arabic. That's an no, another man, level. It has a that you must exactly. Yes, I know, but to try yeah. to figure the word out today. Never mind. Yeah, it's very difficult. Like, it's it's very difficult. Mm. But the point that I'm trying to make is it actually makes you feel like that adequate, like yo, did I even study Arabic? Because you can't exactly. figure out what this I was saying. Yeah. Sorry, uh, continue with your point, uh, Sheikh. So I think my, 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 my point that I wanted to make was that um, in the Arab countries, you spend much less time, um, and I think maybe it's something that we should try in Cape Town, where the teacher basically acts ignorant to the student speaking English and makes as if he cannot understand what you are saying in English. That will force the student to express himself, whether it is with his hands, with his head, with his toes, with his entire body. Tell you that, because when you go to the Jawazat and you need a visa stamp, that guy he doesn't stand a, he doesn't understand a word of English. How are you going to tell him that stamp? Eventually, you will remember that word. Because you know that, you know, this is my life. I think from a... I think from a... <laughs> Depends. <laughs> but uh, the, the point I'm trying to make... My, the, the, the point I'm trying to make was that um, if you sit in the... In a, just go to the first... The first month students go to market budget. They have no Arabic background. This is guys that they don't know Arifata. To the extent that there was Chinese students sitting in our class, right? And the guys, they, they weren't there to learn um, Arabic, um, uh, to understand the Quran. They were there to learn Arabic for business um, or just to understand the language. But I mean, they didn't have Alifata. I guarantee you, after a month, the guy is speaking Arabic. With it, um, mm. But after a month, and come after six months, 
I guarantee you, mm. and only three hours for the day. Three hours for the day, he sits with the teacher. The rest of the day, he doesn't have any contact. So, and, and then obviously the homework that he does is approximately two to three hours max that he needs to complete. But speaking about being immersed, I think we much more immersed in studying and working hard. No, man. So what I, what I mean by that immersion is, yeah. is that those guys are like chilling. What, what I was saying, what I what I meant by the immersion is not like yeah, yeah. The person maybe, yeah. The person maybe sitting with a those Quran, reading ayah, and you know, like walking between. Okay, okay. Look here, Marv, man. I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut into this quickly. Look here, that I actually want to just uh, conclude by saying that. Uh, I've seen the results of both systems and I've seen students who come out as products of both systems and I think it's both pretty awesome. So whatever suits you, Bismillah, it'll work. It'll be quiet. Your niya must just be strong and you must just be consistent and it'll work. Now, Mawlana Mujahid, tell us quickly, man, about the dua of Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salatu wassalam. Um, share, share with us uh, your most outstanding feature of that dua. I think that dua is kind of special for everyone. Sheikh uh, Diaz, you want to maybe read it for us while he's, while he's getting the references? Sheikh Salim? Warsh? Sheikh Salim is going to be in a competition now. He needs to practice. And if you get something wrong, point it out now and, and, and it's my <coughs> No, I already put something wrong in the in Surah Ibrahim in the second ayah. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدَنَا مِنًا وَجَنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَن نَعْبُدَ لَصْنَامِ رَبِّ إِنَّهُنَّ أَضْلَلْنَ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ فَمَنْ تَبِعَنِي فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي وَمَنْ عَصَانِي فَإِنَّكَ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ فَاجْعَلَ فِئَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَارْزُقْهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ تَعْلَمُ مَا نُخْفِي وَمَا نُعْلِنُ 
وما يخفى على الله من شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء الحمد لله الذي وهب لي على الكبر إسماعيل وإسحاق الحمد لله الذي وهب لي على الكبر إسماعيل وإسحاق إن ربي لسميع الدعاء رب جعلني مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب صدق الله العظيم the background to the dua would be that Allah subhanahu I mean this is a father that has been praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a child for a child for a child and then finally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him that child and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immediately thereafter tests him with that child and it reminds us of the ayah that your wealth and your children will be for you a, a test so Nabi Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, in the beginning um, he says that he had, he had taken his child and uh, had left that child in a, in, a, in a desolate area an area that is uncultivated that has nothing growing there and it speaks to to the yaqeen and the, the complete um, reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the fact that there is nothing there right um, and Imagine for a moment, a, a few nights ago when I was on, I, I recall that, that we were speaking about um, your journey, Mulna Irshad, um, to, to, to having a child. And when considering how Nabi Ibrahim was imploring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, beseeching him for this child, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests him with it, um, that, that resoluteness of, 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 of Nabi, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, and then he, he, he prays to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things that seemingly would be disconnected from one another. Uh, the, the, the dua, Oh Allah, grant my children to be of those that, 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 that establishes the salah. And why is this element of, of salah continuously um, emphasized? All of these various aspects of why why salah needs to be needs to be um, established within your life because at the end of the day that is the umbilical cord that you have with Allah subhanahu wa taala so so he, he makes dua Rabbana afida and make their hearts what make their hearts um, among those people who incline to to, to towards to, to, towards um, uh, make make pause the... pause pause I need to show you this comment man can um, I see this if I, I, I had a mic now no astaghfirullah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, brother Abdul Hamid um, yo, I don't know what to say Wait, to uh, that bro. take a photo of that and send it to Allah please don't do that that please is the that is the um, that is the benefit of suhbah and companionship of of, of suhba, your teachers suhba and, and companionship teachers. is the criteria that made the sahaba 
Sahaba. Um, I don't think we're worthy of our teachers, though. Um, Jazakallah, that's probably one of the greatest um, compliments a person could give me. No, 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 don't worry. I saw it. You missed it. No, 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 it's class, class, class. No, 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 no. Use my rash back now. I was getting the pin to burst the bubble. Yeah, but this was the rest of our lives, probably. No, I mean, the man was in the man was in the point And and oh, and oh, you should hear about it for the rest of your lives, mashallah. I've never I never thought I'd hear something like that. No, I'm about my number. That's crying. That's how happy he is. Allah. Allah increase you, Allah. Allah increase you. Um, for the viewers, that's, that's big shoes to fill. Um, four of our four four of the viewers here. Um, Unfortunately, excluding uh, Sheikh Imtiaz, um, he's our teacher. And I'm sure Sheikh Imtiaz. Uh, uh, I don't know. Exclude him. Unfortunately, oh, mashallah, alhamdulillah, all of our teachers. Um, no, I didn't know that. At least we got teachers. So for the Ijaz, Musa, so there you go. That's good enough. We read some of the Musnad of Imam Ahmed. Mashallah, like mashallah. And you sat in our class a couple of times. Um, I remember when I when I was I think in final year you were there a couple of times. Bukhari Durus, I think. Which yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 20, 2016. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but there's still most of the recordings uh, of Molana. Bro, I was taken there with Molana twice. With, Could I overlook that? Molata, Did you expect yeah. me to overlook but that? But now you're still going on. Mona, Mujahid, continue, please. Yes, okay. I think, I think we, 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 we need to make a request from my side. We need to make dua for our Saturday at the end of this program this evening. Definitely. As well as Sheikh, for Sheikh Qardawi. Hafiz uh, Allah, he's not doing well. He, I, I was on a, on a chat group sure. and um, one of our one of the, the ulama mentioned that we need to we need to pray for Sheikh Qardawi. Um, Qaradawi. Uh, Qaradawi. I can't can, 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 can remember it's an Athens of So to the viewers, um, that message is like, yeah, I don't know what to say to that message, but I mean, all of the brothers here on the panel knows um, what a scholar Malatai is. Uh, may Allah preserve him uh, okay. for a, for a long life, inshallah, in, to be in service of, of Deen. And um, yeah, at least I sound the pot. <laughs> yeah. You know, one, uh, so one listen that I, what listen that I from these verses no? from, you know, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> jealousy makes you nasty. <laughs> 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 فَجَعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ Make their hearts such that people will incline to, to, to them. And, and we, if you inside of, the, inside of the body there is this piece of flesh. If it is sound and it is wholesome and it is good, the entire body will be sound and wholesome and good. However, if it is corrupted and it is evil and it is rotten, uh, the entire body will be vile and rotten and corrupted. Um, so this 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 these the, the, the heart is is an extremely important thing to work on. And 
many a times we don't realize the illnesses to be found in our heart, whether it be uh, hasad, for example, when you receive a compliment and your supposed brother um, has a feeling of hasad towards you because that compliment not didn't go his way. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no these are genuine um, 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 these are genuine are the clothes uh, are coming out now yeah so so an, an important facet is to, to to have people with like-minded hearts man um, you can be thinking on the same wavelength but if the hearts are not connected then, then it is going to be problematic so um, mm. and and to continuously work on our own personal heart you know, to remove um, whatever malice there might be or hatred or dislike or because all of these things, it, it just breeds more disunity. It, it breeds dislike. Um, no, you studied there and I studied here or no, you are like that and we are like this. And the, if, if, if we're going to perpetuate this generation after generation, yes, there, there is a, a framework and ambit with, within which we work. But if, if we are going to continuously look at the differences as opposed to those things where we are, are practicing upon the commonalities, um, then, then, then this Ummah is going to remain in disarray. So, and that is why um, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim has this famous saying when he, when he, when he starts the, 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 the Salah, uh, that you, Salu Salat Gabriels. So, Salu Salat Al-Muwaddi'a. Perform the Salah as, it, as if it is your final, but there is an additional saying thereafter. And that is to connect our hearts with one another. Because when the hearts of the Ummah is connected, then and we are basically pulsating and pumping with one heartbeat, then we, we I mean, we, we, we will be a force to be reckoned with. So that inclination no, of hearts no. to one another is, is uh, I've never considered making such a dua. You, you normally make dua, Allah, bring the Ummah together and those type of things. But Allah, connect the hearts of the Ummah. I think that would be... A, that, 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 that is one of the beauties of mm. the dua that, that Nabi Ibrahim makes. And he makes this for who? For his children. You know, and so often, one of the very first things, um, I, I was watching your program a, a few nights ago, and Hafiz um, <clears throat> Ahmad was speaking about having the correct tools as a parent. One of those things with a huge thing within the arsenal of a parent is that dua for his child. Mm. So, uh, you know, just, just uh, you know, going on from this idea of, of, of parenthood, in these surah that we recited, mm. there's, an, there's different models of parenthood, or rather different outcomes of parenthood. So you have Ibrahim salam, with his sons, you know, and, and his family, uh, Ismail salam, Ishaq salam, and his wives, um, and you have the experience. You obviously know at that time when Ibrahim salam, was making that dua, he was leaving uh, Hajar salam in the desert and she was okay with it that, uh, when she knew that it was uh, the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, and then on the other hand you have that story of Nuh salam imagine we must try that stuff <laughs> <laughs> is this a point where you're going to ask me to tell a joke <laughs> no a wise man once told his wife <laughs> Absolutely nothing, because <laughs> he was a wise man. <laughs> okay, anyways, the point I was making was that um, oh, like, oh, we have the story of Muhammad on the other hand, and that's so like, 
vividly described and, and I just um, Sheikh Yusuf Solomon mentioned earlier oh Yasin sorry Sheikh Yasin Solomon you asked a question about like if Balagha is essential to understanding the Quran and I would say it's essential to fully appreciating the Quran because if you read Surah Hud the Surah is just like it's like it's overflowing with rhetoric and, 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 and beauty but the story of Nuh with his son is just like it just stands out to me when it's so hard and and there's a lesson in that for us. And that lesson is that look, you have Ibrahim who made dua for his son, and you know, his son was his son became pious and he became an abu, in fact, after him, and they built the Kaaba together and he was ready to be slaughtered. But then on the other hand, you had another prophet of Allah. Uh, that was Nuh was also a pious prophet of Allah, was also a good parent, who also made dua for his son, right? who also tried to do everything correctly. Mm. But at the end of the day, when Nuh had to sail on the ark, um, and he called out to his family and he wanted his son to come with him, his son said, no, I'm going to climb a high mountain and I'll be saved over there. And Nuh is calling out to him, telling him that, you know, nobody's going to be saved today except those who Allah shows mercy upon Shows mercy upon and then the waves come crashing from beneath and from above and the son of Nuh mm-hmm. is drowned and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then Nuh makes dua for him and Allah rebukes him for that there's, a, there's an important lesson for us in this minute that, that as parents sometimes we like you know parents love their children with a very deep love um, but there's always this idea that you're only responsible for so much. If it turns out that your child does something wrong, you shouldn't just blame yourself for that. You continue to you know, to make two eyes as long as they're still alive and they can rectify the actions. If if you did your best, if you did your yeah. best and you did yeah, but what you see, was expected of you, then don't blame yourself for it. But if you did nothing... I'm just asking. I got one... It's a good point. One actual idea from my father. <laughs> I got other ideas as well. No, bro, there's no way you can make this story sound better. So if I were you, I would just like smile and accept it. I got one. I got one hiding that actually came from my father. Look, yeah, don't stop, Zachary. Stop. You're making it worse. You're making it worse. You don't understand. You're making it worse because now you're saying your daddy only hit you once, man. Only. That's for the low grade guys. My father only hit me once from his own side. But he hit me many other times. But it wasn't like from. You know what I mean? Mouth, mouth. I shouldn't have opened that Pandora's box again. So anyways, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Sheikh Imtiaz, Sheikh Imtiaz, you want to add on to 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 this um, point? I mean, like uh, I, I think from from yeah, the dua of Nabi Ibrahim. I'll pick up there with Marina Zakaria. So, um, so I, I think mm. that the issue of parenting where um you know parents always have this phenomena that they are responsible for um what the kids do and so on um and i think the example that Molina zakaria made was a brilliant example of uh, but just to go uh, back if you look maybe at the story or maybe forward the story of nabi yusuf like Molina Zakaria said, this was a 
يز نبي رايت جيفينج ذا تربيه اوف انبياء ان يو هاف يوسف اند هيز براذرز جروينج اب ان ذا سيم هاوس او ام بات ذا اند ريزالت اوف ذا تشيلدرن ار ديفرنت ام اي مين ذا براذرز تيك ا توتال ديفرنت باث تواد نبي يوسف عليه الصلاه والسلام تيكس بات نبي يعقوب بيمي دعاء Similar, like he made du'a for, for Nabi Yusuf, he made du'a for the other children as well. But at the end of the day, <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants his da'ya to, to whom he wants. And uh, as parents, we try our utmost best um, to make du'a, to make the tarbiyah and the upbringing of our children. And the rest, we leave in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, because like we see in the story of Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, قال يا نوح إنه ليس من أهلك إنه عمل غير صالح. so we needed um, unwanting or, or, or actions that Allah سبحانه وتعالى was not pleased with. Um, he made bara'a of that. So I think that's an important point. And then, like, just a bit later, we have that, uh, you know, Ibrahim as well. Then you have, like, Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi salam. He's, like, he's, like, outright naughty. Like, to the point of, to, to the point of, uh, to the point of actually, like, denying faith, right? Then in between, you have uh, Nabi Yaqub alayhi salam, who has some, like, very good children, and then some naughty children. And alhamdulillah, at the end, they also make repentance. And then you have Ibrahim, alayhi salam, his children are all just watching them. All like super pious, Ambiya as well. Allah um, And all of those are the children of Ambiya. Um, to connect to our previous discussion. Yeah. That was just a perfect example of the Dabburman. Mm. Like we were discussing this now and, and Allah put that point that in, in Allah put that point in Mona Zakaria's heart, man, that he should have seen it like that. And I never ever saw it like that yet. But I mean, just exactly like you say, the one Nabi had a naughty child and the other one had good and naughty children and the other one had good children, subhanAllah. It's as beautiful as Allah shows us this in the Quran along with our reading and pondering and discussing our verses, man. I see this like a side among discussion going on about Balawa. Among things, the, alhamdulillah. Uh, and we haven't really touched on, mm. we haven't touched on Balawa uh. much here because I think because of exposure and stuff. But seriously, Balawa is integral That's part of the first four sciences that people generally learn. Nahu sarf balagha Those are essential alat that you know you require them to understand everything as well. No. I mentioned that um, you need to know balagha to understand Quran, but it really shines when it comes to appreciating the Quran. Like for a beginner student, they can get enough to have a superficial un- understanding of the Quran from the words stringing them together, and um, and you know. Adding to that, reading some translation and then just filling the gaps in from there. But then you're still not getting like. I think what they, I, I think what they're speaking about is more like shurutun uh, mufassir. No, no, we're not there. Yeah, shurutun mufassir. If you're speaking about that, okay. that's a totally different issue because then you're going to go into the ulum al al arabiya, mm. which is like almost 30 sciences in its essence and. Yeah. Just to master one of it, it's going to take you at least seven to ten years to master Nahum or Sarf or one of the 
the 13 signs is like a rule to that. Unless you're like a mini Molina Taha and then, uh, then maybe it's possible. It will be go-go. Go-go. The crazy okay. thing is even uh, the Nahuamin has ikhtilaf, no? Like the, the, the Nahu Owens from Basra had certain criteria. The and then on the yeah. other hand, the Kufi guys, they had their, their, their usul that they used. It's, it's hectic. All the signs. 30 seconds, Manan Salim. True. What what all of these sciences and, you know, we had a lot of discussion and went on a lot of side roads. It all brings us back to one thing. One of the ayat today, man. All of this is supposed to not make us focus on the language, but it is supposed to connect our hearts more to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His word. If we are learning the Nahu and the Sarf and the Balagha and the Mantiq and all these different sciences and going so deep, but reading Quran doesn't become more pleasurable, it doesn't connect our hearts more to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then what good is all the time that we had spent really in doing all of those deep-rooted stuff, man? The bottom line, uh, we need to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to get the guidance from the Qur'an. So while doing all of those things, oh Allah, grant us guidance. And if we don't have the time to do any of those things, you just bacha your lesson without any understanding. And oh Allah, grant me guidance from the Qur'an. Amen. Because that is the ultimate goal. Um... Probably the, 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 the thought for, for me would be, um, I don't know, uh, let us be worthy of our teachers. Check it, that, that thought does not I leave mean... your mind for the next seven years, it will not leave your mind. Check it, Dolo. No, I just want to say, for having me on your program, it was really interesting. Um, to be a part of the program, I benefited much from everything that was said here tonight. And yeah, um, it's um, uh, exactly okay. My Barakal, if you must join us again, Sheikh, I'm, I'm going to invite you again, inshallah. No, I think for me, uh, in the in the surah that we read tonight, and I, and I want to you know make my last message um, connected to that, is that Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions a lot of stories uh, for us. And, um, you know, we must, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that as human beings, we relate to stories. Uh, you know, there's like an element of, of, of it being unreal, but at the same time, we know the Quranic stories are real and we can just really relate to it. So I, I really think, you know, my appeal to all the readers is go to those who are, especially the Makis who are those who are in which there are stories of prophets, etc., and uh, read them. And I think you'll find something that captivates you. And, uh, and inshallah, maybe that will be the start of you getting uh, onto the Quran, reading that ta'ala. So, uh, no. inshallah. Get yourself a copy of uh, Stories of the Prophets well, by no. Ibn Kathir. It's basically an extract of his tafsir. Yeah, no, I mean, that's how you're going to yeah. find out yeah, where the places are. Saying, what, what I'm saying... It's what, your reference. Otherwise, how are you going to know out where to go in the Quran? That, the other thing I want to say is... Um, why why say from the Quran? Why say from the Quran directly? Because what Ibn Kathir is gonna do is he's gonna take the verses and he's gonna put the story into chronological order. But like the way Allah tells the story yeah. is just different. Mm. This exhortation to taqwa yeah, you're right. all of those because words. it comes with nuances, it comes in a context of other things yeah, so, uh, and I don't mean that guy's off to okay, I will I just wanted to mention one of the words uh, something I, will, I mentioned I will, earlier. I oh, saw somewhere in the comments somebody said that they are non-Muslim mm -hmm. and they'd love to learn. You can teach them. 
Um, so I think mm. yeah, give them some direction that. or give them someone to contact. I think maybe they can contact the, your page directly for more okay. information. Yeah, yeah, you could make contact with me directly. Otherwise, I mean, if you are looking for something specific, I think first contact me directly, inshallah. It's not academy, it's a at gmail.com. And um, I can then speak to you and find out what exactly you're looking for, um, inshallah. And, and uh, ahlan wa sallam, we welcome you to, to, you know, ask more questions and, and find out more about Islam. Islam is a beautiful religion and it's just waiting for you, inshallah. Um, Malina Mujahid, uh, you back, you gave your 30 seconds. No? Did he? Yes, he did. Okay. So mine, yeah, big uh mine my wrap up is look, the conversation is not determined by, you know, sort of preconceived uh plans and so on. It just happens. And tonight the conversation was about the sciences of the Quran, you know, very broadly speaking, different approaches to it and, and the like. Um if you got nothing from that, because maybe you thought, okay, I'm not a student of Deen, I'm not intending to be a student of Deen, etc. Then for the very least, let that conversation give you a deeper appreciation for Allah's kalam. I mean, how profound must this book that's, you know, technically 1400 years old in terms of dunya uh, time, how profound must this book be? That there are entire sciences just to understand this book. And that 1400 years of scholarship has still not exhausted everything there is to, to speak about the book. Do you know what I mean? Like today, if you must write a PhD on, on Shakespeare, for example, they're probably going to ask you to change it because there's so many different aspects that have already been written. I'm just giving a, a hypothetical example. Um, but yet the Quran, you still find encyclopedic works being written on the Quran all the time. And it just exponentially increases. So that should leave us in awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, um, his greatness his ulama right and his knowledge and uh, it must make us fall in love with our Rabb subhanahu wa ta'ala barakallahikum amana zakaria can you conclude with dua inshallah we all had a chance next time we all had a chance we all had a chance على رسوله الكريم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم بك أمسينا وبك أصبحنا وبك نحيا وبك نموت اللهم أصلح لنا ديننا الذي هو عصمة أمرنا وأصلح لنا دنيانا التي فيها معاشنا وأصلح لنا آخرتنا التي إليها معادنا اللهم اجعل غنانا في أنفسنا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا اللهم اجعل الحياة زيادة لنا في كل خير واجعل الموت راحة لنا من كل شر ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اغفر لحينا وميتنا وشاهدنا وغائبنا وصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وأنثانا اللهم من أحييته منا فأحييه على الإسلام ومن توفيته فتوفه على الإيمان اللهم اهدنا واهدنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اغفر ذنوبنا واستر عيوبنا وطهر قلوبنا واختم صالحات أعمالنا إلهنا ومولانا يا رب العالمين الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد
Until Wednesday, inshallah, keep safe, make dua for us. Inshallah, at Buka time, at Suhoor time, uh, Iftar time, if you didn't know what Buka means. And um, yeah, so I forgot, Maf. <laughs> I forgot I'm not on screen. Um, Buka time, Iftar time, Suhoor time, every time, inshallah, we'll make dua for you as well. And it's almost Amen. the 15th of Ramadan, it's tomorrow night. And that means that Wednesday night is Buba night. Ah, Kanala. <laughs> but it's Buba night on Wednesday night, so don't forget that. Inshallah, so we on on Wednesday night, we're going to see uh, our, our Buba comparisons, yeah, inshallah. Uh, until then, Jazakumullah khairan wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad subhanallah wa bihamdi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.